Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Five straight wins for the Wenatchee Apple Sox as they take the second game, the three-game set against the Springfield Drifters and win their third series of the 2023 season. Hi everyone, I'm Joel Norman. Wenatchee is an 11-3 victor thanks to two huge innings, five runs in the first and six runs in the fourth inning. It all got going pretty early on. Brandon Ponce doubled in a pair of runs in the first inning. Ponce reaches out the other way and pokes it into right field. It's a base hit. That'll bring in at least two. First man, Carney, is in. Lipsy behind him. Ponce chugging towards second. Give Brandon Ponce 10 RBI now in his last five games and give the Apple Sox a 2-0 lead, four batters into the first inning. Later on in the frame, Reeve Boyd would single in two. Travis Helm with a sack fly in the first, and Wenatchee sent all nine hitters to the plate in the first inning and scored five times. Playing at that second base side looked pretty comfortable there, but tonight Frankie Carney getting a look. Boyd connects and hits the ball out toward left field. This will drop in for a base hit. Amundsen easily to score. Ponce right behind him. Throw goes over to third. And sliding in there safely all the way from first base goes Lopez. Reeve Boyd delivers with a one-out, two-RBI single here to score two more as Amundsen and Ponce both come across. It's 4 to nothing Apple Sox with just one out here in the top of the first inning. Here's the 3-1 from Jackson Coons. That swung on, hit out toward right center field. A long run in, Blanford makes the grab. Tagging from third base and coming in to score, it's Izzy Lopez. And the Apple Sox have now taken a 5 to nothing lead. Reeve Boyd goes from second to third, two down in the inning, but another run across against the starter Dryden. Five runs on two hits in the frame, and the Sox weren't done. In the fourth inning, it got even better, as they would send a total of 12 men to the plate and score six times. The big blows from the frame coming from RBI singles from Marshall Lipsy before a Two RBI double from Easton Amundsen to extend his hitting streak to eight games. That swung on, hit up the middle. No chance for the second baseman, Cooney. Helm comes in to score. McGowan held at third. And the Apple Sox make it a 6-1 to one lead on an RBI single by Marshall Lipsy as he brings in his first run of the summer. As the 1-0 is hit out of the gap toward left center field. This ball going back. No one's going to get to that as it bounces off of the wall. McGowan easily in to score. Carney right behind him. Lipsy is held at third, but two runs score on an RBI double by Easton Amundsen. He extends his hitting streak to eight games and makes it 8-1 to one Wenatchee here at the top of the fourth inning. Later on, more hits. Boyd and Helm with RBI singles. And the Sox pretty much into cruise control from there. Reeve Boyd graduating from Seattle Prep High School this spring. Broke their single season record for hits with 43. It was a 32-year-old school record. And now he pokes one just past the diving attempt of the third baseman, Newton. In to score from third base comes Amundsen. Station to station baseball for the Apple Sox. It's their second five-run inning of the night. And they now lead the Drifters 10-1 here in the fourth inning. Deep breath. Kicks and deals. That swung on, a little flare in towards center field. Blanford dives, cannot make the play, and the ball gets past him. Ponce will come in to score. He had to hold up to make sure that Blanford didn't make the grab. Gave it his full effort in center field, but it drops in. Another base hit for Helm. And the sixth run of the inning across for Wenatchee. Braden Boyd would pick up the win 
in this one, tossing three and two-thirds innings. He did allow two runs on seven hits, two walks, but did strike out three in his first game in West Coast League action for the Apple Sox. The 0-2 on the inside edge for called strike three. Braden Boyd with his first punch out of the summer. And there are two down here in the fourth inning. Great win for Wenatchee to pick up an 11-3 triumph. Reed Boyd led the way with three runs driven in in this game. Brandon Ponce drove in a pair. Easton Amundsen drove in two. And Travis Helm also drove in two runs. Wenatchee improves to 9-2 to mark its best start for a season since 2012 when they also opened 9-2 to begin that summer. They will try and get their third series sweep of the season when they face the Drifters again on Thursday night at 6.35 p.m. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. Take Dad out to a baseball game this weekend as the Apple Sox face the Kelowna Falcons at 6.35 p.m. on both Friday and Saturday before a 1.05 p.m. game on Father's Day. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by Applesonic's designated hitter, Easton Amundsen. Every night you seem to find a way into the headlines here, Easton, the way you're playing right now. Batting average on the season through about a week and a half of action, 333. Another hit tonight, another big hit, a two-RBI double for you back in the fourth inning. Simply simply putting it here, what's going right for you at the plate? Because every night it just seems like you're kind of you're clocking in, you're clocking out, you are got to be pretty satisfied with the work you've done so far. Yeah, for sure. I've really just been trying to stay simple and not do too much, and it's been working really well so far. I think what is so fun has been your ability to hit the ball to all fields. You can turn on a pitch, you can crank it out to right field, you can hit one in the gap like you did there. How did that, how did that feel hitting a ball out to left center that far? Uh, that felt really good. Um, usually the ones to left field, left center don't come very often, but that one, that one was really nice to see. You guys were so patient in this one. Another outing where there's a lot of walks drawn. You had one of them back in the first inning, and that really set the table. Loaded up the bases. That's a situation where you've got a couple guys behind you can hit. Take me through that at bat because, you know, you can be aggressive there. You can maybe try and get a few pitches there out of the zone, but really there wasn't a whole lot for you to hit in that one, was there? No. Um, I think it was maybe four straight balls in that at bat, and, uh, you know, just trying to have a quality at bat for the team. Uh, get runners on base so we can get in scoring position there. Is that a situation where you're also thinking, you know, boy, I got a guy behind me. He's got, he can drive in runs pretty well too. It might as well, you know, if I'm not getting anything to hit, let's leave that for him. Uh, yeah, I trust everyone behind me. Um, I know they can hit super well, so I uh, um, let them do do some of the work sometimes. Nice for you guys. They get a game like this. You got four runs yesterday, and then on Sunday you had three runs. Kind of quieter days of the plate. Seems like this is that's the funny thing. You guys can have games you can win that way. You can have games where you blow teams out. This team is finding every way to win right now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, for sure. We're uh, we're working the abs, um, having good at bats. Uh, it's been going really well. Pitching's been awesome too. A double for you in this one extended the hitting streak now to eight games. What's the key over a hitting streak to maintain that and keep it rolling game after game? Uh, try not to let it get in my head too much, but uh, again, just saying simple. Uh, trying to not do too much. You're making a habit of these in the West Coast, like an 11-game one last year with Bellingham, eight right here, you know, three to go to get to that point. But, you know, it seems like at this point, is it is it maybe helping you a little bit to get some opportunities at DH instead of first base, maybe get a break from the field? Um, yeah, it's been a little nice. Um, lots of wear and tear on the body. It's been nice to DH, so 
that's been good. Yeah. Well, what's the biggest key to success for tomorrow to sweep away the series? Um, pitchers throwing strikes and working good ABs like we did today. Awesome. Easton, thank you for joining us after this one. Thank you. That's Easton Amundsen joining us. And now we're going to chat with Apple Sox starting pitcher Jack Moffitt from this one. Back for a second summer. And, boy, only three innings from you in this one, Jack. But, boy, a big smile on your face. Got to be exciting for you to be back in Wenatchee. What did that mean to tow the rubber again tonight? Oh, man, great to be back with the Sox. Uh, good to see old Mitch again and, and get back on the rubber for the Sox. Uh, on a little bit of a pitch count tonight, I'm still kind of ramping back up. I took a break after uh, our Gonzaga season ended and threw a few bullpens last week to kind of get re-ramped, and I can't wait to possibly go deeper into games this summer and get more than 53 pitches in, but I thought it was a smart tonight to, you know, kind of work my arm and, and keep it healthy going forward. So You broke that five-inning streak for the team. Nine yeah. games in a row, five <laughs> innings from a start. Three pretty good ones, though, yeah. from here. Uh, as you mentioned, you got up right above 50 pitches in this one. Did it kind of feel good to get out there and get some of those pitches back? And like you mentioned, been a few weeks since you had gone. Yeah, uh, definitely. Felt good to kind of feel out my pitches. And been a few weeks since I've thrown live uh, to an actual batter, so it was good to get that experience back. And I feel like, you know, just stack this one and, and keep stringing good outings together and just keep getting better. When it's been a couple of weeks since you've last pitched and you get back on the mound, what's the biggest thing that maybe comes back that takes some time to get adjusting to again? Yeah, honestly, pitch movement's a big thing. I've been working the changeup a little bit today, and that kind of dives away, and the slider goes into a batter, especially a lefty, and then that fastball either tails out or rises up. So kind of just honing in that movement and just throwing strikes overall. So. You were a three-pitch guy last year, four-seamer, slider, change. Have you added any pitches in, still kind of going with those three? It looked like it was just those three tonight. Yeah, a little bit – little bit. Uh of the same from last summer but uh that that fastball i kind of been playing with a grip i got i got some tail on that ball today i was able able to get a strikeout on one of those uh two seam fastballs so pretty much the same but kind of still working on stuff i imagine it'll be peaking at the track man the velo last year we saw it peak about 94 or so mm -hmm. i imagine right now you're trying to ramp up to get back to that point mm -hmm. though what do you do on those off days to kind of help increase your velocity a little bit in between starts yeah i found uh a great method. Uh, I, I like to swim a lot, actually. It gets gets the lactic acid out, uh, okay. gets the body moving, gets the heart rate going. Uh, so I like to swim a lot. Whenever there's a pool at a, at a hotel, I, I swim a few laps before uh, before I pitch. I did it this morning, and that that felt really good. And um, I just try to I don't know, just get the get the blood moving, heart pumping, and get that lactic acid out, so you're ready for the for the week to come to keep throwing. That is really cool. Yeah. I've never heard of a pitcher doing yeah. that before. No, really. How yeah. long you been doing that? Uh, since the beginning of the Gonzaga season, it worked really well for me when we were on the road, and it's it's also kind of just a peace of mind thing. It gets gets your mind space clear, and, and it's really good to just have those kind of moments as a pitcher that you can rely on to get stuff out and just, you know, it's all about having fun. So That's awesome. Well, Jack, uh, happy swimming to you before the next start. <laughs> Looking forward to yeah. seeing you next week. I appreciate it. That's Jack Moff, an Apple Sox starting pitcher. He went three innings in this one in his first outing of the summer for Wenatchee. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to applesocks.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. We're joined now by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, who has steered this team to a 9-2 start, the best start for the Apple Sox to begin a season since 2012. 
Well, that 2012 year keeps coming up. Last time the Sox won a championship as well. Pretty impressive season, and you guys are off to a pretty darn good start here to begin this one, Mitch. And this this game was uh, a little reminiscent of the 2022 Apple Sox. The crooked innings, finding ways to grind out at-bats, a couple of big hits in there. What was the key for you guys in the first and fourth innings tonight? Yeah, you know, just having really good approaches um, at, at the plate. Um, you know, guys just kind of feeding off the guy in front of them. You know, uh, seeing a lot of pitches, making the guy work. I thought last night we just had too many quick innings. You know, we talked about it, with, you know, in pregame a little bit. But um, just too many first pitch swings that, that then the next guy goes up. And, and sooner or later, the guy's having a quick inning. So, you know, kind of changed the approach tonight and really made the guys work and, and see some pitches and, and get deep into counts, and, and uh, you know, it paid off. We had a good night at the plate. Reeve Boyd had no RBI in his first week with the team. He had three three-plate appearances into this game. What stood out for him batting with runners on tonight? Yeah, again, you know, just, just working, man, working at bats, getting into good hitting counts, and then putting a good swing on the baseball. Um, you know, for him, a lot of times uh, we call him just kind of high school at bats at times where, you know, he, he'll take a really good pitch and then he'll swing at something in the dirt. It's kind of that, hey, you know, once I get into a good count, that's when I get the right to, to put a good swing on a ball. And, um, you know, Reeve's settling in nice. You know, he's, he's, he's making the adjustment to this next level really quickly and, um He's just seeing the baseball well, so I'm really excited for him. Did you guys do much prep going into this one with facing Hunter Dryden again? You saw him last week. He had six really good innings at that time. Was was there stuff you kind of came in tonight? Or was it maybe the things you've already touched on that you said, these are things we have to do against him? Yeah, you know, we, we knew his fastball was pretty good. Um, again, being more patient was, was the big thing, making him work, making him get into better counts. Um, you know, we, we kind of learned from the last outing when he picked two of our guys off first. We kind of um, had a little game plan on how he, how he likes to pick over, looks, stares guys down, and then, and then picks over. So I just thought we did better overall in the base pads tonight. I thought we did better overall at the plate, really seeing pitches and just, um, you know, having better pitch selection. Ruin goes to Braden Boyd, his first outing in a West Coast League uniform. A couple of hard luck balls in there that maybe shouldn't have dropped in. What did you see with him? Because it felt like that first inning, the butterflies were there a little bit, and he really started to find himself with those two strikeouts. Last inning, you know, a couple of hits come by. But before that, I thought that first couple of innings, he was pretty solid. Yeah, no, really, really excited about Braden. Um, you know, me and Coach Kelly as well were um, both, you know, talking with Braden and just really excited about the way he looked tonight um you know a lot of people don't think about you know when you have a big lead like that and you're pitching it's it's kind of that mentality of it feels like you just want to keep throwing fastballs and just try to pitch to contact but you know Braden's breaking ball plays really well he got a couple ugly swing and misses on it um and you know we kind of told him you know he asked hey am I allowed to shake off my catcher and <laughs> me and Mike kind of had that chuckle moment where yes Braden you can you can shake him off um, you know, go to work, man. Let your stuff play. If you feel like your breaking ball plays at this level, you know, and that's your best pitch, then you got to shake a guy off and go throw it. Don't you don't have to just keep uh, forcing the fastball. So he's going to learn, man. He's going to learn and grow, and he's going to be a really good weapon for us out of our bullpen. You guys had eight walks drawn, eight hits. You're out hit 11-8, win by eight. Weird type of win, isn't this? In a sense, you had the two big innings, and obviously everything pretty much after that fourth inning was irrelevant, but. Boy, really strange, isn't it, the way the offense has come this year early on? Yeah, yeah. It, a lot, you know, a lot of the things we preach is just the free bags, you know, trying to limit our walks and, and, and limit our errors, play clean baseball, um, you know, and, and to our credit, you know, we, wor we worked a lot of walks tonight. We got a lot of free bags. We got some things gifted to us, and, 
um, you know, we took advantage of it. So, um, you know, some definitely some things we want to tidy up. You know, we got to communicate better on fly balls, especially on windy nights like tonight. But, um, you know, we got a really good nucleus, a really good core right here, and guys are guys are gelling right now and, and, and just playing for each other and enjoying being out here, and, and, and that's kind of led to some of the success we've had. Last question for you. In the infield, you changed things around a little bit. Reeve Boyd played his first game of third. Frankie Carney moved from short to second. Pretty natural second baseman you talked about from at UC Irvine. Izzy Lopez, first game at short, kind of a natural shortstop as well. What did you think of all those guys working out there together for the first time? Yeah, really excited about the infield. Um, you know, it's just different. It, you know, every position is different. You know, playing second base for an infielder and then bumping to third, is, it's just different. You know, and Reeve, you know, we want him to cut it loose. We want him to trust his arm. And I thought, man, he looked good tonight at third. He he really cuts it loose and, and plays clean over there. And Izzy's more of a natural shortstop. And, um, you know, Frankie's kind of a natural second baseman. So really, you know, early on, we're just we're just feeling guys out. We're seeing what they can do, where they can play. You know, Ponce has been playing some left field. We know he can play third, but um, just getting these guys reps at different spots and keeping bats in the lineup like Ponce that we need and, and just kind of figuring out what we can do and what we can tinker with. And, you know, as a coaching staff, having different options, it it's really a blessing. It, make, it makes things easy for our job when, when we can move guys around and fit the puzzle piece in and keep good bats in our lineup. So it, it's, it's been fun to tinker with, honestly, the last few days. And we keep talking about that. Still a lot of guys to come in, so really important to learn that flexibility right now. Mitch, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you, hopefully, after a series sweep tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks, Joel. That's Mitch Darlington, head coach of the Apple Sox. He's got them off to a 9-2 and two start to open up the 2023 season. Prior to Wednesday night's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox infielder Marcus Harrison. Give a listen. Marcus, you began the season playing at second base. You got an opportunity at first yesterday. How did that come about? Is that a position that Central Arizona really wanted you to work on here this summer? Anyone else? Well, yeah, um, during the season, I would play first base, and then um, I would do half at first, half at second, so I'm, I'm used to playing over there. And it was actually my first time during the season at Central playing over there, so... I got, I got pretty used to it during the season, so I felt pretty comfortable over there. What are the biggest differences for you preparing? Just dumb it down for everyone. You know, what are the biggest differences from playing second to playing first? Uh, second base is yet to be a little bit more, like, athletic over there, I think. First base, I mean, it's the same thing, but there, there's not a lot of big difference besides, like, um, I mean, there's really not much, to be honest with you. I feel like it's, like, the same, yeah. to be honest, yeah. Not not much difference really, so I'm just kind of used to it. So it's not it's not nothing nothing much. You had batted second in the order back against Ben, moved down a little bit. Still got got that sacrifice fly late in last night's game. Does your approach change at all based on where you are in the order, given the guys who are in front of you or behind you? Uh, nothing changes. I have the same approach every time. Um, so I mean, I don't care where I'm batting at in the lineup as long as if I get the job done, I I'm out, I'll be okay with that. So, but yeah. Missed a week of action due to some hamstring tightness. Yeah. Right back in there yesterday. How good did that feel? I mean, you've been taking BP for a yeah. few days, but finally get right back in the game action now. Yeah, no, it felt good. Um, I know everything. Everything felt good. I mean, it's it's always good to be out here. It's fun. So, yeah, it felt good. You've been kind of spoiled so far, haven't you? The three games on turf that you played in. Yeah, you haven't yeah. got a chance to play yet at Paul Thomas. You've taken grounders there, though, I imagine. We saw it on Monday. What are some things you've learned about defending at that field compared to playing on a turf? Um, so I'm, I'm from Arizona, so I'm not really used to playing on turf field. So, I mean, it's, it's a little, a little different. Um, I'm used to dirt field, but, uh, it's just something you got to get used to. Um, 
usually, but I mean, not not much of a difference, but it's it's just a little little bit of a difference, but not really. But yeah, you don't see a ton of guys who play first and second. What's yeah. something that? How does that set you apart? Do you feel like because it's pretty a pretty versatile option that you have in your tool shed, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, I can I can play anywhere, so um, you know, there's it, it's pretty versatile, I would say too. So. I mean, not a lot, I don't see a lot of guys playing first and second, really. So I think I think it's pretty cool to, to be able to play those two positions. Awesome. Well, Marcus, thank you for the time. Best of luck here this one. Let's go get another one against Springfield. Right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That'll do it for this edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Make sure to tune in once again tomorrow as we'll have another one coming up here after the Thursday night series finale between Springfield and Wenatchee. Wenatchee will wrap up the series on the road and then get right back home Friday night to take on the Kelowna Falcons. You can get your tickets for that game now at applesox.com. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I'm Joel Norman, and this is the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.